You are the man now, dog. 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 Shalom, aloha, happy November. Oh my God. Oh my God, it's fall. Uh, Remember to set your clocks one way or the other this weekend or maybe next. And welcome to the Man Dog Pod. It's the improv conversation and time reminder podcast with me, Dan Lippert, (laughs) and my co-host, Ryan, crying Ryan Rosenberg. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Dan. <laughs> That's right, everybody. Set your times one way or the other this weekend. It's very important. Yeah, yeah or next. We don't know. It's one way or the other this weekend or next. Google time <laughs> to figure it out. We're just a simple improv podcast. That's not our specialty, but we're happy to be here. And we're happy to be here with two of our favorite guests and longtime friends. Dan, should we just go ahead and bring them out? Bring them out. Bring them out. Yes. Bring them out. Bring them out. <laughs> A wonderful guest, both from my improv team at the UCB, the Dragons. We have Ronnie Adrian. Hello, Ronnie. Hello, everyone. Hi. How is everybody doing? We're great. And of course, Jessica Jarden. How are you, Jess? I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Uh, I'm so happy to see you both. Did y'all well, come out to bring them out or did some? Did another improv group come out to bring them out? I don't think uh, we did. No. I, yeah, think so. I don't think we've ever came out to. Mm-mm. That would have been so. cool if you did. Yeah. So I think, yeah, but somebody else did. Now well, I got a question. Uh-huh. I got a question, and I think I can ask Dan this because he probably would know best because I use this as a fact like I know it, but I'm never 100% sure. But when we talk about daylight savings time, I always go like, yeah, Arizona doesn't do daylight savings time because they don't believe in it or whatever. But So that's true? Yeah, Arizona's okay, time great. doesn't switch. So <laughs> it becomes an issue with my mom and I uh, of timing uh, of phone calls and stuff, you know, where she's like, mm-hmm. I'll be home till five to talk. And that's her five is different than my five starting mm-hmm. in November through March. Oh, yeah. When is it different? It's different. In the uh, it's about to be different. Yeah. It's Got different it. during the winter hours, fall Got and winter. But so, the- as, so as of right now, it's the same. As of right now, it's the same. And okay. then in a couple of weeks, she'll be an hour... Diff- I don't remember which one. I think later, though. I think it's later in Arizona than it is here. Right, right. I don't know why that is, though, why they did that. They, I mean, Arizona was also the last state to recognize Martin Luther King Jr. Day as a holiday. Um, so I think it's just uh, a state full of bad uh, government people. They just kind of like to be backwards. Yeah. Sort yeah. Of yeah. yeah, they're like, they're setting the precedent. Like, you, you know what we're about over here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come here if you're not familiar and well-liked already, all right? Because we are a bad, we're a secretly very bad state. No offense, Dan. No, you're right. Uh, the last. And like, when they say secretly, they put their hands up and do the quotes. Because yeah, we know, because we know. <laughs> hey, Sheriff Joe will kill you, okay? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> He'll make you wear pink idiot. first to embarrass you and emasculate you. What an insane person. Uh, <laughs> um, 
And what else about Arizona? Guns and bars. That was a big thing. That was a big drama is that the, there was a bill that they wanted you to be able to bring guns and bars. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Having, having all the things you love in one place. <laughs> the place I go to get fucked up is where I need my gun. Yeah. I'm going to pour chemicals that alter my brain into my body while I have a murderous weapon on my body. Right. I also just think that it's crazy. Have you ever seen any of those videos where like, the, like a where a person is like concealing a gun and they get in a situation that might be like slightly aggressive like somebody's like hey da, da. and like their tactical of being like it's like it's not like they're trying to fire it but they're pulling out to be like hey i'm just i'm taking control of the situation like they, and these are like regular people yeah. hey, hey man back up i'm taking control of the situation like <laughs> hold on and you're like that to me is the most insane just like, because even if I was like, hey, man, like, what's going on? And they probably like, what the fuck? Like, what's happening, bro? Like, yes. that's I mean, the first the, thing you do. It's the ultimate escalation, right? It's right. like the next thing that happens is a fatality. That's all I'm going to say. So I feel like there's got to be a big overlap between a person who uses the phrase taking control of the situation and does my own research. Like, that's the same. That's like a, a combined ethos. Absolutely. And also has no control of any situation. Right. And has never done research. Doesn't doesn't have Google. <laughs> yeah, I don't pay for it, so I, yeah, I don't use it. Yeah, I'm not paying. I'm not paying for that. Yeah. <laughs> and if they try to come here and make me pay for it, then they're gonna meet. They're gonna meet my gun. I'm taking control of the situation. Control right away. <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. Do any of you guys own a gun? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if I said yes? Oh my god, Jess, if you pulled out a little a little Ow. like pelican case with a gun in it. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. I never get to talk about my guns. <laughs> um I, I don't right now. I, I could never say that I would never have one. Yeah. I don't have one. Uh um <laughs> and there was that moment like, you know, like in the early days of the pandemic where people were like, we don't know what's going to happen. Where was he like, should we get a gun? You know, <laughs> right. but gun sales like, skyrocketed. Right. That's, the right. gun sales were through the roof. Um, no, I, I don't. I don't ever. My goal is to never touch a gun ever in my life. Mm-hmm. I aggressively. I don't ever want to even go. I don't want to go to a shooting range. I don't want to like ever lay eyes. I'm very. I'm anti-gun. Some might say. <laughs> I feel the same. I don't. I don't even want a shooting range. Isn't even attractive to me. That is I'd, still too scary. I don't. I think that's like the worst invention in human history, and I w- hope to never cross paths with one. <laughs> Ronnie disagrees. <laughs> I mean, I've head. been one time, and I have the 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 thing that I shot hanging on my wall to this day. <laughs> you yeah. animal! That's yeah. wild. <laughs> Danny, R- like Ronnie's you- got a big pillow behind him. <laughs> <laughs> Dan had a little bit of that pandemic safety impulse. You got the uh, the cattle prod. I got the cattle yeah. prod. Uh, the cattle prod, I think, made everyone in my house feel a little safer, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that's the safe version of following that impulse because it, it yeah. is totally for self-defense. Like, you got to get within two feet of It's not going to kill anyone. Yeah, but it's yeah. just like right. – uh, and my logic, which I think I've maybe uh, – I'm not peaking at all, am I? It feels like I – it looks no, like I am good. in my thing. But my logic based on – um. Uh, I might have said this in the air before, was it was when the, like, stores had run out of cleaning supplies. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, uh, and other, like, things were, you couldn't get masks, you couldn't get sanitizer, you couldn't get whatever. Um, and in my mind, it was like, oh, this thing that's happening now 
three weeks ago would have felt like I was catastrophizing if I, if I had prepared for this. And so in my brain, I was like, what would the next step of that be where it's like, Oh, you're being crazy. And it was like needing to defend myself. And it was like, so just in case I'll get the, I'll get the thing. What am I going to do if some marauders show up, I pull out the thing and they shoot me in the face, but I I felt a little safer. To me, it's like if someone bangs on your front door or whatever, great. You got the cattle prod. Exactly. You hit them with the buzz buzz. I always like, you know, in a situation where like whenever you see like a movie or something or something's happening and in your mind, I'm, I'm, I'm always being like, I would love to believe that I would have like whatever it took to be able to like stop the person, you know what I mean? Like, like to be able to get out of the situation or like, especially when it has to do with like uh, self-defense or violence or whatever. But it's just, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because I, I'll watch something. I'll be like, what's he doing? Like, just fucking, like, don't let him talk to you. Like, fucking, fight, do the thing. Like, fuck, you know? Like, and I'll be like, and in my mind, I'm like, I would love to, be, I believe that I would, in a situation like mm-hmm. that, like, step up to the challenge, whatever it is. But I also really don't know. Have any no. of you guys ever uh, punched somebody or been punched? No. I punched a friend in fifth grade and broke his nose. <laughs> <gasps> because Rosie! I know it was I so I'm not proud of it, but he was like uh he was fucking with me and slapping me with like the sleeve of his sweatshirt like a bunch and wouldn't stop. And I <laughs> and I warned him like twenty times and then he did it from behind me and hit me in the eyes, and then I just did like a childish like <gasps> <laughs> like, like, like truly lost my cool and like and like fully freaked out uh, and, and got him right in the nose and and all this stuff. But he was a good friend of mine, and it was all okay after that. But oh, good. But yeah, sense. it felt crazy. It was like, oh man, I've now punched somebody in the face, which yeah. I never thought I would Broke do. Broke a bone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, dude, you knocked him out. You fucking. You better know what was up. No, he got up and wanted to fight me, and I was like, I don't want to fight you. I. I was I freaked out and get away from me. <laughs> I'm not trying. I'm not trying to teach you this a lesson. A, just this get wasn't away an from invitation. Me. I freaked out. Dude. I like I um I've been in multiple fights and I've <gasps> lost fights and I've won some. Um, Ronnie, but one that reminds me of is like one time me and my like one time when I was uh like in fifth grade or whatever. Me and uh, my best friend, who he might have been like in the third third grade or whatever, like um. We were playing with like Power Rangers in like the stairwell of a building that neither one of us lived in. <laughs> and um so we were like um and so we were like playing around or whatever and my friend was a hothead. He was like a legit hothead. In and, third grade. Right, yeah, yeah. He was definitely <laughs> Oh, he like, was smoking cigs always, just pacing, <laughs> pacing, pacing. <laughs> so so what happens is like we were um so it, uh so we were playing and whatever, and I don't know, I guess maybe, like, we, they were, the toys were getting too aggressive or whatever. Or I don't know. Like, something happened, and I guess I, like, hit him with the toys or whatever. And, like, he got mad. So I'm laughing. Like I said, I'm older than him. He's, like, my best friend or whatever. So, like, he, he kind of, like, I kind of, like, stopped playing. Like, he, like, chases me out the building, right? And, like, and then we ended up in, like, this big field that we would all usually play football in, like, the neighborhood or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, like... uh and so, like, I don't want to fight him. Obviously, he's my friend or whatever. So it's like, all right, cool. So I just kind of like grab him. Like, so imagine, like, imagine, like, if you were wrestling and you were about to like grab somebody to like do like a suplex or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like essentially like I'm like his. If his back is down, 
Like, I'm over his back just holding him like, hey, man, like, stop, like, stop, like, calm down, whatever. And another one of our friends who, like, definitely wanted to be his best friend, right, <laughs> uh, came from the back and hit me in the back of the head. Oh. And I fell and they jumped me. Oh, <laughs> right? my God. But, it, but the jump only really happened because in some sort of, like, very zen-like way, I just refused to fight them back. <laughs> and like and like I said, and it's like, because it, in my mind it was like, I, I guess in my mind it was that notion as being like, because I felt like if I fought them, like there would be no coming back from that, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like or whatever. I, I I don't know. I just, but I guess it was just like I just didn't want to fight my friends, and it wasn't like I was sitting there just like getting pummeled. Like it didn't really feel like anything. Mm-hmm. It, it's like more than anything, just like your pride. Because after that, like it was like, all right, man, I just kind of got up and just kind of went back home or whatever. And for like. Cause I, and then like there was like a la- we had like a laundry mat, and and the laundry mat had video games in it. So, and so cool. that's you go to the laundry mat to like play video <laughs> games or whatever. And so I just remember like during that like that week or two where I was just kind of like just kind of low keyed like just trying to lay low because you know like <laughs> like I said it's more like the pride thing that's mm-hmm, being like people mm-hmm. know that like you know because they, they don't they they think like they don't know that it was like I was refusing to fight you know what right, I mean it was right. just like that or whatever. But it was just like I would be in a thing. I remember one time in the laundry man, I remember seeing somebody going like, "Oh, that's so." And it was guy. like clear. It's like clearly like the whispering of being like, <laughs> you know, he's so unknown. It was like, uh, I was like, all right. And so it was like I happened to get kind of get past that, you know, like that that type of thing or whatever. But those two were known for jumping people. They jumped a couple different people, <laughs> so, <laughs> so it wasn't like out of the realm for them to jump somebody. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna try to see. Great. Uh, hey Sam, good to see you. Hey. Um. Yeah, good to see you. Um, I'll just do the usual. I'll do a, a non-fat latte. Um, okay. and just uh, for this one, I know it's not my real name, but I'm kind of laying low right now, so just say it's for for uh uh um Sean. Oh. Sean. Okay. So- so instead of putting Ted, you want me to put... Don't even say Ted. Shh, shh, shh. Oh, okay. So that's for oh. Sean. I'm just kind of laying low. Yeah, I got... I, okay. I, I got kind of tackled by some guys at work. Uh, oh, just, oh know, my God. That's a little embarrassing and, you know... That's horrible. That's why I got my hood up. It's 98 degrees out and, and I'm wearing sunglasses. I'm just laying low a little bit just for a couple of weeks. Yeah, no, that sounds awful. Um, are are you going to seek any... I mean, that's crazy. The adults don't really just, like, do that. Are are you going to... Is there any kind of no, follow-up? or? I think it's the best if we all just move on and forget it ever happened. Okay. Um, Okay. It's just you're so I'm telling you, bro. So like we're like I'm at I'm at the office. I'm doing temp work at this office and this guy's just going crazy. So I'm like tackling the guy, like, hey man, calm down. The guy like gets up and he's like, Is this what you want? He runs to the bathroom, dunks his own head in the toilet. I was like, Man, this what dude Ted is, this dude Ted is nuts. Like anyway, like it oh was I mean, he did more wild stuff, but it was like crazy. Well, how you feel about it? Like if you see him again, are you gonna fuck him up or like I mean, if over? I see him again, I would probably just, I don't know, give him the card to my psychiatrist. Man. Like, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a freak. Crazy. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Like, anybody that was, like, fighting this dude, it was clearly, like, just trying to help him or out of self-defense because he went nuts. Right. Sam, could we put a rush order on that latte? And let's just say, even if you don't say my name, just make eye contact with me and hand it to me. I'm really just trying to lay low here. And okay. uh, I'll do five cake pops. 
Um, <laughs> okay. Wow. That you. I. I don't think you've ever ordered a cake pop here. Honestly. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of trying to throw off the order just so if they see the latte, they'll be like, that might be Ted's order. But if they see the five cake pops, like it's not. Ted's. Yeah. Yeah. No. I just. I thought you were diabetic because you're always really specific about your order. And um, no, just, I'm just persnickety. Oh, Dude, check okay. out this weird guy ordering. He's like all hunched over. It looks like he's in a disguise or some shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Who wears a Who wears a hoodie like that? Is that a Is that a uh, an insane clown posse hoodie? Yeah, and it's fucking hot today. What is he doing? <laughs> so anyway, uh, um, I'll just use my tap. Uh, t- okay. is, is the tap Sean, going honestly, through? Honestly, yeah, it's going through. I just, Good. I, I, I would only Ooh. say this is. <laughs> all right, he's a juggalo. All right. <laughs> okay, I just, I honestly, I would only say this because you're a regular and, you, you know, we chat usually, but I'm a little worried you're absolutely drenched through that hoodie, um, soaked, soaked to the skin. Um, uh-huh. Thank you. For- and you, you. So you're really saying I should look- do an iced latte? I was just going to say, yeah, maybe let's not do a hot um, would be my, the start. Dude kind of smells um, like mildew, right? It smells like he's been sweating for a long time. Yeah, Are you? Your knuckles are all bandaged up too. Oh my god! Oh what, yeah. Wait, uh, well, I, I, I don't know if you heard some of his story, but I, I, I tried the tactic of like do unto yourself before they do unto you. So then oh, okay. I started flicking my knuckles with quarters and saying, "Is this what you want to do to me? Is this what?" And you both do your to arms me? are in slings. How? That's how? part of the disguise. That's part of the disguise. <laughs> I was impressed you got the tap to go. Double slings going. Yeah, it's because they're I not really I didn't, broken. I didn't tell you this part, man. This place was crazy. So at some point, they try to get like the security guards in there to be like, hey, man, let's just kind of get him out the building. And he does this thing where he like rips open his button-up shirt, right? Like, ah! And he does that thing. You know that thing? I think it's called the hawker or something that they do where they're like, where those, where yeah. like, when you go like, like the New the, Zealand thing. Yeah, and they go like, ah! Ah! And they're like slapping their thighs really hard. Yeah. He did that for like five minutes straight. Like, Damn, that's intimidating because they're sort of like letting their animal side out. You know what I mean? Well, that's yeah, like you scary. Would, yeah, well, when they do it, it was intimidating. This <laughs> this, this wasn't intimidating. Kind of a weak haka. Yeah, it was definitely, yeah. Don't listen to him. He was, he, don't get me wrong. He was slapping his legs the hardest I've ever heard anybody slap their legs. But just what was coming out of his throat was just not very aggressive yeah, at all. Yeah. Oh, my God. Your legs are bright red. Yeah. Do you, Juggalos wear shorts with hoodies, right? Hot pants shorts. <laughs> Yeah, well, little, look, little, little shorts um, soaked t- through. Today might not be a great day for it, but, I, you know, I've been through a lot, and I've always wanted to ask you out, and I don't know if... Oh. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. Uh. Oh, no. Yeah. What do you want to do, turn me down? I turned I, myself down. I didn't what, say are that. You, is this so humiliating that I asked you out that you want to go over here and dump sugar in the raw on my Please head? Stop. Oh, Please God, stop. Please stop. I can't watch this. We should, you want to go to Coffee Bean? Let's go to Coffee Bean. Ted, stop. I mean, Sean. Sh- uh, <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Oh, shit. Oh, oh what? You want to oh. kick my ass? You what correcting you the do? way I talk about coffee bean, bro? You want to put my head under the steamer and turn it on right now? Oh, don't do no. that! Don't oh do my it. god! Is that what you want to do? David blew his hoodie back. <gasps> oh, that's him! Yeah. Oh, that's shit. the guy! That's Ted! <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is this the haka? <laughs> I think he's doing it. <laughs> 
Oh, this feels culturally wrong. Yeah, he doesn't know I how to do know. this. I don't know. <laughs> Ted, I don't know. Fine, fine. I'll go out with you. I'll go out with you. Oh, no, I'll- you don't have to do that. You shouldn't do that. that that's oh, not a good start of a relationship. I, I just am really worried about the damage that's going to be inflicted on the coffee shop on my shift. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we cut to we cut to uh, uh, Jez's character with uh, with a child at a funeral. <laughs> You know, until you got up there on the pulpit and told that story, I never really knew how you met dad. But I always wonder why the affection that you shared always seemed like you were just worried for his well-being and never about necessarily like actual love. Yeah. And that's you also probably wondered why we never went in any establishments ever. And... Did it work when I did all the voices when I was telling it? I mean, honestly, I mean, every voice sounded different from the other. So oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah. Well, so as guess- Ted requested, me and the boys from accounting are going to come up now and remove our shirts and do a nice little haka for you all. Huh. Uh, perhaps you've seen this before rugby games. Or that's the only place we've seen it is on YouTube. So we're going to go ahead and try our best. Remember, fellas, tongues out big for Ted. Scene. (laughs) (laughs) Tongues out big. Tongues out big. I'll tell you what, though. I those hakas are amazing. Have you guys ever seen? I like get emotional watching them. I think they're they're like meant to be really emotional. Yeah, they're. Yeah, I'll really admit powerful. it. Like more than one time, I've been brought to tears <laughs> watching mm. somebody do a haka, and it's like, mm. man, I could, I that is not in me. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Like sometimes that's how I feel. Yeah, I they I one time I seen it during uh, they did it like before, like they did it before like uh, maybe it was like an Olympic game. Mm-hmm. Like an Olympic basketball game. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, it was like, so the basketball players yes. were doing it. And it's the same, and it's like the same type of like force and stuff as you see like with rugby or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in that context, it was more funny. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. as they were doing it, you're like, you're looking at the NBA players, you know, or the USA, and they're just kind of looking like, huh? Like there's some that's looking like, huh? And there's some looking at me like, yo, what's going on? Right. And then like, and there's other being like, okay. And then, you know, then cut to the ultimate joke, then you get beat by like 50 points. You know what I mean? Like, you go out there, you do like all that noise, and then you get like beat by like 50. Yeah. Right. That reminds me that just the idea of the basketball players all look, looking at each other like that. I had only seen recently that video of Fergie mm. singing. Oh my God. <laughs> she did a jazzy <laughs> national anthem during the All Star game. That is such a funny, like, that the, the reaction faces. <laughs> Are, it's the most like connected I've ever felt to sports. You, like you the think? way that they are laughing together at her and trying so hard to keep it. Together. They're trying to be polite. <laughs> you really think that someone cut together different reactions because it seems so perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, My favorite part like, too would, is how. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, it just seems like they would keep it together, but they like can't. It's they like cannot. that bad in person. <laughs> and I love that in person, like while they're on the court, while she's singing, they're really trying to be respectful and just a couple of like Snickers come out, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there's a video of them in the locker room, like, like weeks later, somebody's done like a remix of it and they're oh. all going like, 
you know, just like like having so much fun with it, making fun of it. It's so funny, and it's like we're all gonna see both. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Uh, so it's like it's gonna come out. You making fun of this woman? I'm so curious how Fergie feels about that. Well, she has like multiple embarrassing videos. She has. There's the time right. she peed her pants on stage. Yeah, there's uh, TikTok. You'll kind of a lot. Uh, like once a month, I'll come across a TikTok video of Fergie doing something on stage that is like mm-hmm. absolutely crazy. She has one. Somebody had a Halloween costume of it that made me laugh of like, she's performing on the Today Show and she inexplicably does like a flip on her hands. And she yes. goes, ah! <laughs> yeah. So somebody had like a costume where they were like uh, this this Halloween. It was like them standing. Yeah, that. but they had made the pants the top and the shirt the bottom. And then yeah. they had like a talking bubble that was like, yeah! <laughs> and there was a wig hanging out of the, like the crotch to be her hair. It was perfect. It was perfect. I remember a costume like that I don't remember when it happened, but there was like a baseball. Someone did that in a baseball uniform uh, growing up that where it was like it was a guy, a baseball guy doing a headstand and the, and the hat was at the crotch. And the <laughs> and that's, it was like, man, I haven't seen this in 20 years. Yeah. Reminds me of um, Malignant. Oh, that's a spoiler. But we'll mm. talk. But. Uh, Shoot, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I will say it, so. in Fergie's defense, if I had to do any of the type of shit that she does routinely, there would be so many funny videos. I would easily pee my pants. I, I would easily <laughs> say mistaken stuff. You know what I mean? Like the pressure that, that that would put on you to like be really entertaining when your best song is like London Bridge or whatever yeah. I would mean, be so hard. <laughs> to be the chosen woman added to Black Eyed Peas. Oh, my God. I know. Icon. Icon. Absolute icon. Absolute Maybe icon. Maybe not in the way she thought. Uh, there is something about, like you said, Ryan, I mean, it was always this way with celebrity, but now it's like you are constantly on video all the time and everything mm-hmm. you do has to be right or nothing. Mm-hmm. But even yeah. if you do nothing, people can make fun of that. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. you constantly have to be making choices and making the right choice. Yeah. Right. Well, it's like how everybody was talking about in the election, like to remember that Howard Dean, right, had the screams, speaking yeah. of that kind of scream, mm-hmm. and that it was like, we were like, bye, we're yeah. done with you. This guy's nuts. <laughs> this guy's nuts. He did a little scream <laughs> when he was happy and excited. You know? And now it's like, I mean, the flood of it is so right. insane. Well, I think what's crazy to me now, specifically, is just how, you know, everyone acts like, man, you know what? When I was 20... I'm the exact same as I was when I was 31. <laughs> so if you see something from that I did 10 years ago, yeah. <laughs> trust and believe I'm still that yeah. same person. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. it's so crazy to be like, oh, here's somebody that we know and see what they're doing. But wait a minute. Here's something that I found from like 10 years ago. Uh-oh, this changes how we think of them completely. Oh, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's nuts. Don't you guys also think, I think this, like, knowing what a ham I was as, like, a tween and teenager, but, like, didn't, was too scared to do plays and a lot of stuff, I would, like, be, I would have made TikTok videos. I would have so much content. I feel like yes. I would have nothing but mortifying, mortifying, like, 
hours. You would have of videos content. of you like crying if someone made fun of Kim Kardashian's dress or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, <leap> in. <laughs> you would have been leave Britney alone. Yeah. Guys! <laughs> it, I truly would have. Or, or mm. maybe, you know, like just anything. Like I just would have absolutely. I have to remember that with my niece who's 13 now. Like whenever she does stuff that feels a little cringy to me on social media, but I'm like, she's like not even a ham. Like I mm-hmm. would have ran with it and there would be an endless trove of like mortifying content to Ugh. follow me my whole life. Same. Like mm-hmm. no question. Same. Like, oh, and you're, and you're just like, and in, in this day and age where you go, all right, well I put it up on this site. And then when I was like, you know what? Not anymore. I took it down off this site, but that's not how the internet works. <laughs> so it's just still like, sure, man, you can take it off where you thought you put it, but it's everywhere else now. If like, it's, it's funny it's- to other people, it's out there. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> They've saved it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I'm embarrassed by old like uh, get go sketches, you know, mm-hmm. and that was like mm-hmm. I was. 30. (laughs) 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 (sighs) Okay, well, uh, everything here is looking really good. You are an impressive candidate, and we, Mm -hmm. you know, we really need someone right now, and I think you kind of fit the bill, you know? Uh, Thank you. I I mean, I would be happy to work here. I mean, this is one of, this is definitely something that's been on my bucket list to be able to work at a place like this. Yeah, well, you know, insurance adjusting isn't super you know, uh, glamorous, but it's mm. a high paying job. And we find right. that, you know, there's lots of room to move up and people have a really good life, you know? And that's all I want. Just something some like stability and something that I, yeah. I want to give to other people as far as like giving them good insurance. And so like, just, I'm totally. just, I'm just happy to be on this path. Well, I love to hear that. And a big thing for us is security. You know, you want to be able to make sure that you're making people feel comfortable, taken care mm-hmm. of. So I just did want to address a couple of questions I had about some online content we found. Um, we okay. found your MySpace huh? and okay. went through it. And we found a couple of things that were just a little confusing, knowing who hmm. the man you are now and then seeing the, the kid you were. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. you know what I'm talking about probably. Uh, yeah, quick question. Do you, hmm. Do you happen, did you, did you just come to the site as like an observer or were you able to locate my password and then <laughs> open the account? Because I lost that password a long, long time ago. No, it was just a super quick Google. Uh, okay. quick Google gave us about 25,000 results. And um, the first one I wanted to talk about was you as Prince, but nude. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. nude. Nude Prince, I think you called it. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was... uh. Well, you got to remember at that time, um, I, there was just something that we were in the age where, you know, th- there was a lot of different uh, shows and things that were coming out where they were just making people naked and then having them do stuff. <laughs> hmm, I don't remember those. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was like, a, there was like, it was like the beginning times of like a show like Naked and Afraid or like uh, something sure, like that. Sure. You know, and uh um, it might've been called something different at the time, but it was like that type of premise. Yeah. And, and I just thought that it was funny and most of my friends didn't really get it, but I just knew that the outward MySpace community mm-hmm. would get it. So yeah, I didn't I, get it either. Um, <laughs> but that, you know, that's okay. I do see that this is from your past. And yeah. as long as we're not going to expect anything like that in your present, I think we can probably get over it. Once you become an employee, <laughs> we can of course work on scrubbing <laughs> stuff. Hey man, look. 
at this job, I'm going to tell you right now, clothes are going to stay on. In fact, you're going to be like, hey, maybe <laughs> you're too buttoned up. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, that okay. is a requirement. One of the other videos that I had seen huh. okay, um, that I was, I got, little- I got, I, you know, I know you're gonna, I, just, and I want to, I want you to finish. It's just, I mean, like you said, twenty five thousand videos. I was very prolific, <laughs> you know, back when I was yes. really posting stuff. So, yes. you know, well, this one, this one was called King of the Dump Nude, and <laughs> you're in. What looks like a, I don't know, city dump, and you're acting like a king, but all you're wearing is a crown and holding a scepter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of of nude videos out there of you, I guess, is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, and well, what's, you know, that one was a two-parter. It was kind of like a play on a phrase, and then it was just also then giving the people what they wanted, which was Mm. like to see somebody nude in just like a regular setting. So It wasn't a regular setting. It was very dirty and disgusting, I will say. Well, yes, but... Well, so if you if for those if you hadn't seen it, you know, mm-hmm. um, you would see the you would see the caption. It would say "King of the Dump," and then it would be like, and then it was like a picture of like something that looked like it could be poop. So then everyone would click on it, thinking that it was like, "Oh, this is about to be like a big poop video." I see. And then it was just me in a dump being a king. I am a king. I am a king. <laughs> yeah. I am a king. Yeah, you know, that's like, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you thought yeah. the pun was going to be bigger than the obvious nude video in the dump? I, I thought it was going to be like impactful in many different right, ways. Right. You know, kind of like back in that kind of clickbait kind of error type yeah. deal. I, I definitely thought that was a chance for me to kind of. Uh, right. Well, obviously uh, you're you know. applying for Prudential. So I assume you're in sort of a different lifestyle now, you know, which I, is what we're looking for. I tell you right now, man, <laughs> you know, my wife is lucky if she even, if, even gets to see me nude. So <laughs> that's oh. just kind of not a okay. thing. I feel like I've executed on that particular uh and to be clear for, for us you can be nude in private we're not we're not opposed to that of course hey, i mean yeah. everybody's naked when they shower right but uh hey honey how, how did it go today <laughs> did you get the uh, job how, how did it go well right now i i i had it in my grasp okay and then they kind of started bringing up some of my old myspace content oh god they didn't just do one Google search, did they? Yeah, they did one Google search. Uh, oh, no. I got, I'm just trying to – I really need to find that MySpace password. I really need to figure out what that is <laughs> I, and then figure out how to get to my account. I wish we could find it. But, I mean, in the meantime, let's just shake it off. I made it, I made you dinner. I lit some candles. I thought we could kind of just make it romantic night. You oh, know, yeah. You know, okay. you put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've seen yeah. much of your yeah, skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, okay, well, I see what's going on. Like, just, all right, you let's know, make I a mean, romantic just, night. Yeah, yeah let's make, make a romantic night. You just right. go in there, throw on some stockings, because, you know, a lot of leg going on over here, a lot of, lot of visible leg. Throw on some stockings yeah, and maybe I just, put some shoes I just, on. And... Yeah, I would love if, you know, we're married. <laughs> it would uh, be, yes, we are. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Be, I remember I said it. I yeah, do. So did I. Agreed, too. See that body, too. Um, but yeah, anyways, it uh-huh. just, I thought it could be, you know, since it was a big day for you, no matter how it went, we could just mm-hmm. sort of make it about us tonight. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, great. I mean, well, I, I, well, I, uh, you know, I have to ask some of my qualifying questions. Is, sure. Is this a procreating night? <laughs> I gotta be honest. I never like that term. Um, I don't love it. Uh, just in terms of like arousal and turn ons, you know, um, <laughs> well. 
So, so it, I, I what doesn't doesn't have to be. It could also just be, you know, well, for fun. You know, once I started to stop doing my nude content, you know, when I'm going to be nude, there has to be there has to be rules to it. I know, and if but I'm going to. I mean, if I'm going to be nude, and if we are going to engage in coitus, then obviously that means we have to be trying to make a baby at least. I know, but. <laughs> you signed the contract. I said no prenuptial, but you do have to sign this contract. I know, honey, but it's we have six kids. I don't want any more kids. You know, Boop, I just, Mr. Adrian just wanted to give you a call. Uh, you were one of the finalists, but unfortunately, we saw your most recent video, nude coitus at home, <laughs> and we just think that uh, it's not going to be a fit. Thank you so much. You are a very talented, charismatic guy, but just not what we're looking for. Have a great afternoon. Goodbye. Hey, Ronnie. It's uh it's me. Uh I leaked the video of you doing nude coitus. Who's the king of the dump now? You always <laughs> thought you were the king of the dump. And I had to be your prince for years. <laughs> you know where to find me. <laughs> See. <laughs> Still at the dump. <laughs> you know where to find me. You know me. where to find me. <laughs> dump dude. Huge character, dump dude. <laughs> you guys ever go to the dump? Have you ever had a reason to like go drop off a big item? Only when we were kids. Like my dad would go to the dump sometimes. And I remember it being like another planet. Like I couldn't really <laughs> believe that it it's like such a strange memory. Just that there's just mountains of trash. But I don't right. think I've been I don't think I've been as an adult. A big part of my relationship with my dad would be on my days off where I had nothing to do and was just hanging out. He would just come into the room and be like, we're going to the dump. (laughs) (laughs) And we would just get in his fucking truck and go dump off a bunch of shit. He just always had shit. We would go to like the steel dump, which is like the different dump. And they weigh your car beforehand. And then you drop off steel. And then they give you like 15 bucks or whatever for it. They weigh it on the way out. Uh, And it's like a half hour outside of Tucson. Um, and it would always, so I have like kind of a negative association with the dump being like the place you're forced to go when you thought you were going to see your friends today. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what could be the more opposite? Just like sitting quietly in your dad's truck and then going to the stinkiest place. Yeah. He needed someone to help him like unload, uh, trash. Um, so it would be like helping on, we'd have like loose refrigerators on the car that I'd have to like unload right. or whatever. I thought he was just taking you cause you had to see this. You gotta, you gotta see, see it, son. You gotta see the dump. This is Wait, how, what, like loose, like where's this, is this your own stuff or is he finding stuff that he's going to try to now? It would be a mix of like stuff at our house. Like he would collect, um, like affordable like stuff, but he, uh, owned like three little, um, uh, townhouses or whatever. So it would be like mm. broken air conditioners that, that he replaced and refrigerators mm. and stuff like that. <laughs> Dump has got to be one of the funniest names for a physical thing. That it is totally. like the verb is the place. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, do, do does dumps work like when you go... Because that's how I feel like they do in the movies. Like, if you go to a dump, is there a way... Is it only for dumping? And then if you were to be there to, like, take stuff, that would be, like, doing what you're not supposed to be doing? Or is it, like, you go to the dump and look for stuff, 
but you have to pay You're in order to look for stuff or like if it's whatever. it's like a take a penny, leave a penny situation. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I have in my head too. <laughs> I'm just asking. I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, essentially I'm asking like, is it, when you go to the, is it allowed for you to be able to sift through the dump when you go there? Or is it like an amusement park where it's like, if you want to come to the dump and look for stuff, but you have to pay first and then you <laughs> right. can go look for all you can grab or whatever? Mm-hmm. Or is it like, you know, I, I guess I don't know what the situation is <laughs> of, how, of how dumps work. Is it only that you just dump your shit and then go? Because like some people, be looking, they look for like old car parts or whatever. Or old right. stuff. So I, I'm, I guess I'm just trying to figure out, is that allowed really? Or is that I think like, it like the like, whatever, the steel ones, the metals and stuff like that. People do that a little more. But at the dump dump, I imagine it's like a health hazard. Like yeah. that they couldn't just let you go so. digging through trash. Because it's like mo- right. it's like diapers and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I guess I'm more thinking about like places where it's just like more old dump of appliances than yeah. more than just like the steel trash. dump. Yeah, the steel right. dump. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, like that one. I think we did go, and my dad would like maybe like check a refrigerator motor or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that mm-hmm. type of thing. Be like, is this thing working? Mm-hmm. So I imagine people do that. There's just a whole world of people guys getting deals. I had like a high school friend who would go to the dump occasionally to drop stuff off. And I went with him one time and to him, it was very normal. It's like, yeah, I got to go to the dump, do this thing, whatever, whatever. But I really felt like I was being taken to another world. I was like, so you just come here? Like I have never thought about coming here. I didn't even know there was one in our town. Like presumably every town has a dump. I was just thinking, where do you think ours is? There's there's kind of a dump off Colorado. Uh, it's not, you can like go there. Like we, we went and took like a bunch of our cardboard boxes. Cause we, I live in a yeah. house with three people and we just built that deliveries this year. Yeah. Um, and you can just go leave your car. They, they have like little things for cardboard boxes. Um, and it's where you put like your electronics, your like batteries and stuff like that. But I think you can also just bring trash. Oh, but it does, like it's we're not taking like a trip. Yeah. Let's yeah. go to the, it's, it's like a semi dump. It's like a pre dump. Hey, oh, um, uh, I gotta say, you look really nice tonight. <laughs> oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> I mean, wow, that's a that's a great dress. Um, hey, and <laughs> I got it, and like, uh, I'm taking you to a nice restaurant tonight. So, <gasps> oh my god, oh that's worry. exciting. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Just gotta make one stop real quick. Oh, okay, no worries. We'll get the night. We'll get the night. Going. I'm hungry too. I'm I'm uh, in the mood for steak and martinis. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you want to? Do you need a nose pin? Is your nose sensitive? A nose pin? Yeah, just a, a, something to put over your nose to kind of club, cover, uh, close your nostrils off. Where or, is? What are those mountains ahead? What are those? Oh, this, <laughs> milady, <laughs> is the city dump. Oh. Yeah, just hey yo JR picking up, dropping off, or a little of both. Um, hey man, well, I mean, it's the drop off, but you know, I got to take a little peek around. Oh, God. <laughs> you got hey, it, you got it, man. Hey. Just uh, hands hey, off, hey Frank, heads up, hey Frank, how, how the, those are mine. Okay, <laughs> come on, Frank. Hey, how's the dog? Did it make it or not? Um, it made it to heaven. It made it to heaven. <laughs> yes, well, I'm sir. glad to hear it, man. Yeah. You know, um, but watch out for uh, watch out for raccoons because we haven't gotten the one that got the dock. Okay, all right, uh, all right. Don't worry, baby. I got you. No raccoons gonna be biting you in that dress tonight. Oh, <laughs> look at this lucky lady dressed perfectly for tonight. Oh. Wow, wow, oh, wow! 
I hope hey, you Frank, don't mind hey, if I hey, ogle over hey, Frank, you both. If, hey, Frank, if the Time magazines are yours, this one's mine. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> oh, my God, sir, you are, uh, like, slimy. I don't understand. <laughs> like well, okay, I compliment you, and you call me slimy. No, I meant there's, like, a slime on you. Oh, like, thank like, you, like, yes. I, I thought you meant my personality, yes. No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, yes. Yes, I'll marry you. Oh, <gasps> you are so romantic. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Hey, look, don't get any ideas. Hey, we're still young. Don't get any ideas. Let's put it okay? up on the Dumpotron. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm oh on the Dumpotron. I was not ready for this. Baby, I love you so much. You're so amazing. Oh, my God. Okay. I guess I just didn't know that this was a whole thing, honey. I, I just kind of. Nice little spot here. Okay. Here okay. Yeah. So, so right. what are you dumping? I guess, and and I didn't realize this was like your whole scene. Like you guys really know each other. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like Frank, I've been coming here for years. Frank's been like, uh, he's barely been like, uh, almost like a. I won't. I don't say want to say father figure because he doesn't believe in children. <laughs> well, you have a dad too. He's alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's it is different. It's like hmm. <laughs> what did Obi-Wan do for the uh, Han Solo in the Star Wars movies? I don't That's know. what he does to me for the dump. Oh, my. Okay. I don't <laughs> know the reference, but I, I understand he's. <laughs> oh, you've never seen him? Oh, uh, looks like we got a looks like we got another another uh, crazy movie weekend planned. <laughs> another crazy movie weekend? Yeah, yeah. We just had one. <laughs> yeah, well, but you know, you didn't see any of the Indiana Jones, so it was like, well, we got to watch them all, even the Shia LaBeouf one. Oh, <laughs> you're crazy! Yeah, uh. So if you don't mind, uh, maybe want to just kind of hike up the dress a little bit or whatever, Excuse so you can help me get me. this uh, this refrigerator off the back of this truck. Oh no, I don't want to do that at all. I don't. I don't want to. Okay, well, wh- who, where did this refrigerator come from? Oh, it was my neighbor's refrigerator. They were throwing it out. And I said, hey, man, I'll take that off your hands. And then I paid him $50 for it. Okay, okay. Yeah, and mm. then we'll go to the restaurant and, and have— Oh, of course. Okay. Of course. We're going to go to the restaurant. Okay, because it's my— <laughs> And you can, it's you can my, get whatever you want. It's my 40th birthday, so it's, oh, yeah. it's just sort of a big night for me. <laughs> I, oh, I know this, and trust me, I want to make you feel all of 40. Hello, folks, and welcome to Ruth's Chris. Can I get your name? Um, yes. Hi, Jennifer. I'm okay. Jennifer. <laughs> uh, do you have a reservation? Excuse me. <laughs> yes, we have a we have a reservation. Um, my name is Jr. Should be under. Uh, uh, Again, I, Jarvis, I just need the Jarvis last Robinson. Thing. Yeah, Robinson. <laughs> Robinson. Sorry, we're Robinson. a little jumbled. <laughs> yeah. No, I. Um, I'm sorry. I got it. It's so what? rare that we have to do this, but um, we have a dress code, uh, mm. which you guys are fully above the line oh, of, um, but we Great. have a lesser known smell code, Oh no! and mm. I don't think I can see you inside tonight. I know you had a special indoor table requested. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah, because I don't know if you, I don't want to put her age out here, but <laughs> she's 40 today. <laughs> We're celebrating her 40th. Oh, you accidentally birthday. said that into the microphone that goes. Oh, oh no. Oh, I thought whole, that was I thought that was like an earpiece. Oh, no, that's the not, whole that's, restaurant. The whole oh. restaurant's looking. Oh my yeah. god, I'm the oldest person here. <laughs> oh my god. Someone above 39 in a Ruth's Chris. <laughs> oh, this honey, why did you okay? I didn't yes. I didn't know. I thought it was the ear. Secrets well, out. We do, we do have a lovely isolated table uh out in the back. And you know, if Look, I'm not going to let you do this like this. All right, 
We just had a nice early pregame at the dump, and now we're here to come at this Ruth Chris, and we're going to sit inside. Hey, welcome yeah. to Trashlebees. Um. <laughs> oh, good. Everybody here looks my age. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, yeah. Um, could I get your name? Uh, I'm Jennifer. Wonderful. You're the host. Yes, very good. <laughs> All right, you passed the first riddle of the evening. Trashville Beast. <laughs> uh, I forgot how much fun it is. Fuck Ruth's Chris. This I, is great. I am sorry, but we do have a bit of a dress code. Would you oh. mind um, if I just tore a hole in that jacket or gave you a torn up jacket? I'm sorry to be rude, ma'am. Oh, uh, no. I mean, honestly, at this point, I am just ravenous, like beyond belief. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody here is. <laughs> Even the chefs. <laughs> hey, um, I don't want to be that guy. Um, I would. Can I just request that you not sit us by the family of raccoons table over there? <laughs> they look like they're just kind of grabbing from all the tables around them. Wha- and uh, I just okay. I'll do my best. Um, generally, we try not to accommodate people who don't want to be sat next to certain groups. You know, because okay, it can see, get a little dicey. Is. Okay, buddy, I see what this what is. What if the hey, next table... Take one, of, take one of these for your trouble. Oh, huh? about wow. Wow. This mint almost is fully wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, just, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch. Hey, Carson, can I talk to you for a second? Uh, Sorry, guys, sure. we'll be with you in just a moment. Sure. Yeah. Listen, man, we got to let you go. We can smell the mint on your breath. Uh, <laughs> this is just not appropriate. This is the third time you've had a mint at work, and it's really, it's really salting the vibe here at uh, Trashlebees. Oh, give me one more chance. I thought this one was dumped up enough. I thought this one was dumped up enough. <laughs> Why do you even need mints? Because okay? my there is mouth- a smell code here. I know. I know. My mouth gets dry from drooling over all the hotties that come in. And we appreciate that. We do. You're one of our Thank best you. rulers. <laughs> well, I, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, your breath is just too fresh. Oh, God. Oh, God. Maybe you can go over to, I don't know, Crapplebees. <laughs> hey, Carson. Hey, baby. Hey. I mean, I you know, I could... It's like I could smell you like 10 minutes before you even walked in the door. Hey, baby, how was work today? I'm just so you know, I'm pretty sad, so I won't be able to get it up if you're horny. (laughs) You can't do that. You can't come in here smelling like that and then not give me the goods. (laughs) Baby, I know. I know. I'm sorry. I wish I could, but I can't. How was your day? Oh, my day was fine until then I got a whiff of I got a whiff of your scent and all of a sudden I'm wet to the core. Like <laughs> the core. Look, even you talking that dirty to me isn't gonna work today. I'm just so <laughs> depressed. I don't know how we're gonna pay the bills. What are you talking about? We're gonna pay the bills off of your trout your trash will be <laughs> paycheck. Janie, Janie, I've been dying to know how was procreation night with Carson. <laughs> It was a bust, and not in the good way. (laughs) I didn't even bust. She didn't bust. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> she didn't bust. It was a bust in the bad way. Mm. <laughs> it's been so long of doing this podcast this way. I really wonder like how that run would have played live. Like where we would have gone with it with an audience reaction. Right. How much are we following Dumplebees? Or are people like, <laughs> like edit? <laughs> yeah. Kind of crickets in the room. It's, it really just is so much of like, I want that. It gets yes. it just it, that impulse. You get to follow it so much more. Yeah. It's like totally removed the like half of comedy that is the audience interplay. And it's like, <laughs> some might argue the more important. Yeah. It's like, well, you're fully just getting <laughs> Thank my you to sense of at humor. Home. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's truly like, this is the thing is like, like this medium truly makes you have to be more verbally imaginative, mm-hmm. you know, like, in a way that's like when you're on stage, you're just like somebody's being like, oh, I can just I'm going to just walk on stage. I'm going to just walk on stage and do something or whatever. Like, so there's that other play. But this time you got to be like, oh, what else is weird here? Uh, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> you, you almost have to like you're like picturing the room yourself, you know, right. things that like I should have been doing more of when I was actually doing <laughs> live shows that I didn't do as much. Right, right, right. Uh, like, oh, I can't yeah, just- wait, well, you guys did your live shows. How did that feel like? To, did it feel like a marked difference between how you've been improvising when you guys did your uh, Day ones? I can't tell how much it's connected to. It was really fun just to have an audience. Um, but like so, sometimes when I'm nervous, I become like a little too like reactive and a little too like uh, I, I make like less choices. And I think part of it is connected to doing this podcast where it's like there's guests on. So like there's a lot of like, I feel like just to make people feel like safer and comfortable, I'm doing a little more like uh, creating the world and adding information and that stuff. And I, and sometimes that is like less fun in a live show. Where, and I mm. lost the part of my brain that like just makes big active choices. Right. Mm. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, but I don't know if that's actually a true one-to-one or if that's just how I've defined it. I don't know. What did you think, uh, Ryan? Also just different because we were like on a set and in costume. Yeah. So it was like yeah. the reality yeah. is what it is. So you really had to play like within the lines more. You couldn't just go like, sure. now there's an alien here and and you're not that anymore. You're the, like it was like right. you really had to find the fun in like – what's already there you know the thing that's good about this medium is that you can just go anywhere like animation or something where you just are imagining it you know Mm -hmm. king of the dump yeah king of the dump now that's the one we should have done we should have been standing on piles of trash the whole time (laughs) there you go for next time yeah that's right I also think that stuff like Dumplebees works better on a podcast when we can all be like, how dumb and funny. When you hear Dumplebees said and then you hear an audience not react, it's kind of like, mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Someone either tag or edit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm out. That was yeah. me. I'm spent. Like you can right. push through stuff more on a podcast because you don't feel the thing not working ever because yeah. everything just kind of is what it is. In front of an audience, you mm-hmm. can feel something not working and then the panic can come up of like, we got to get out of this or fix this or, or improve it or whatever. And I feel like as the audience, if I'm passively listening at home, I mind less. If I'm in the room and I showed up, it's like, Oh, come on. Can't you hear? We don't care. (laughs) (laughs) But let me ask, but do you, but is that is the nest of is not hearing the audience and just pushing through kind of like doubling down on the ideas. Do Mm. you think that's better or worse? Because, like, because there is something that is, like, mm-hmm. sometimes something's not funny 
or maybe like it doesn't necessarily like connect in a way it's being like I'm about to say this and it's about to get this huge laugh and it doesn't mm-hmm. but then like it's the grind of like making it work and figuring out the rhythm of it and then kind of like getting the things mm-hmm. and then by the end of it it was like man like that idea really came together mm-hmm. right but if you're but if a you don't if you're not good enough to be able to stick with it and then continue to Mm-hmm. grow the idea as opposed to being like well I'm just gonna do the same shit for three minutes even if you don't like it as opposed to right. being like well okay here's like here's kind of like getting you into the mm-hmm. world now of whatever this idea is and then by the end of being like oh that turned out to be really funny mm-hmm. I feel like they have equal and different value you know like yes. I feel like this forces you to listen a lot better like you just have to and there's way less distraction there isn't like a million other things to focus on so mm-hmm. it like strengthens a new muscle but then, yeah, you probably follow stuff that you would be way less uh, precious mm-hmm. about than you would on stage, you know? Yeah, yeah you definitely get to be more patient. Like, mm-hmm. I find that I'm more patient in these than I would be live, but I'm less, like, explosive as well. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Yeah, and reliant on, like, physical. Like, what a yeah. huge piece. Like, the three of you, I feel like the, you're some of the most, like, physical improvisers I know in terms of, like, really utilizing the stage and the space. So it's, like, to mm-hmm. have that whole piece, like, lopped off. Right. It's yeah, well, a I, lot. I, I appreciate you. We just go that. pretty cerebral here, I guess. Yeah, I guess it just goes right in those big old brains. You know, from Dumblebees to Crapplebees. <laughs> <laughs> the brain is working. I mean, Ooh. I think I should just know that you guys said trash will be. Trash will be. You saying Dumblebees. <laughs> Thank you, Ronnie. <laughs> um, but there is that, like, I was telling somebody about this the other day, I think. It's interesting. And, like, obviously, like, Jess and Ryan, you know, which is, like, when there'd be times when we would do shows and then, like, an idea would kind of come along that maybe I'm like, huh, that's not necessarily, like, it's like an idea that's being, like, rather I don't connect with it or I don't know how to necessarily, like, help or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the, but the whole time it's, like, I'm, like, I'm as I'm standing on the back line and, like, the idea kind of gets present, presented and then, like, everyone starts kind of, like, like working with or whatever. And as on the back line, I'm, I'm standing there being, like, how can I do, I need to do something. How do mm-hmm. I take this? Like, mm-hmm. And I'm doing all this mental math. And meanwhile, the scene is just, you guys are tagging and making, you guys are like tagging and taking it to different places. Like, you're actually like having fun with what is the thing. Yeah. And then by the time I kind of like look up, it's like been five minutes. <laughs> I haven't been in any scene. Right. And you guys have been having a blast. And I was like, I need to be, and that, that was like always a thing to myself being like, I need to be able to kind of like just accept whatever is happening mm-hmm. in a way. And then how can I contribute to like what's happening as opposed to being like, how can I make how can I change? How can I make mm-hmm. this? And then, because then I'll be like, all right, or or I'll be like, all right, I'll just wait this scene out. But then everybody else is having a blast, so I've been waiting this scene out for seven minutes. Right. You know I mean? <laughs> and then I start going like, what's wrong with me? I can't have fun like these other seven people? What's going on? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, I feel like that's that's one of the, like, beautiful things about improv that's, I mean, it's a little corny, but, like, it forces you to be in the moment, in the yeah. now, rather than, like, thinking about the past or the future. You're just, like... I'm here now and I'm paying attention to it, which is a a really like secretly nice, uh, beautiful thing. It's the same thing the Buddhists do, you know? Yes. He's so right. Yeah. Um, I think there's also a thing that I miss. I feel self-conscious. I'm like, do people want to hear us talk about improv for five minutes? But it's like, if you're already listening to I know, improv, I was like, I'll leave it on them to edit this out. No, you listen to an improv <laughs> podcast. It's like, we're already in. Oh, you're too good for the, it now? Yeah, now this part's the part that you don't like. Yeah, <laughs> you imaginary person. Um, but Love a thing you. I realized I missed is seeing different people's. Even though we perform with two different people a week minimum, 
on this podcast that your style is limited pretty much to what's on the screen. And I think I, I like grow a lot seeing what other people do and getting reminded like, Oh, the, there's a million different ways to, to perform mm-hmm. and what, and reasons that people are talented. And um, I like, that's the thing I really miss. I think is getting to like, yeah. see, like I've been, so, I've been in such the same world of the same type of improv for a while that it, it I really like like going to a show and seeing like, Oh, this, this supervisor is so physically specific. I could do that more. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a million ways to be good. It's inspiring yeah. for sure. Like you're taking in cool creativity and it like inspires your own creativity. You yeah. Know? Which like overall in the pandemic is like probably a thing that will be studied one day is there's some sort of like artistic stunting for me of all the things that you can't take in anymore. Like there's such mm-hmm. a feedback loop of what my, what I consume like food, art. And so I I feel like it's hard to grow a little bit. I was just Mm -hmm. saying this, that I feel like, I really feel like the amount of data that I input is so limited. Like Mm -hmm. it's, if I think about like my life is such a small loop, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and if I think of like the broadest horizon of what I like, the input I get in a week, it's so small still, even being able to go out and do stuff, but just like, I, it's just so much more limited. There's so many fewer faces. There's so many fewer moments. There's so many fewer like styles and fashion and aesthetics to absorb. Like it's a very, like I can feel this sort of like smaller amount of data that my brain, and then my brain has so much like can pour over it obsessively when there is not that much there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And that's like, I was like, how do I just get more into my brain mm-hmm. and I don't know your my mm-hmm. brain always goes to like go see more shows like go on drives call people but it's like it's it's not that it's about like mm-hmm. going and having just a bigger richer fuller life and it's just taking time to get back to it you know mm-hmm. well let totally. me ask you this okay because I, I think this is kind of one of those things and I think this is why there's such a disconnect with like let's say our particular uh, region and like other like, let's say if I was, I, I'm from South Carolina, so let's say if I was to go back home or whatever, which is like, do you think that's a symptom of us, like, being kind of, like, in an industry that is, like, you meet so many different people, so many different walks of life, you're interacting with so many different, mm-hmm. you know, like, you're constantly bombarded with different point of views and different yes. ideals and different things, as opposed to the notion that's being, like, if I went back home, I would probably know, like, the same seven people I hung out with the same, you know what I mean? Like, totally. Where, like, having a small input is kind of what it is. No, I think it like- is more normal. And, like, especially towards, you know, like, late 30s, it's like, yeah, it's just kind of supposed to be, like, your partner and kids and a job, you know? Like, it's not supposed to be big. But I think about, yeah, like, in my world, it was, like, doing live shows all week long, being in a big, bustling office with lots of shoots going on, like, just mm-hmm. a lot of stuff guess my life is so vibrant and cool and awesome true true i mean i i went from seeing hundreds of people a week to like three (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean and it's just like oh yeah it's that that makes your routine feel a little bit more like a rut for me than a routine than like a a groove i guess yes yeah i feel like a damn sim (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I got the little green thing over my head. Oh, I'm walking brother. into the wall. It's just like TV, food, video game, mm-hmm. uh, a few hours of undisclosed stuff, sleep. <laughs> I won't pry. I have no follow-ups. No follow-ups. No, no follow-ups. Nothing weird there at all. <laughs> you know what's truly funny? Like I can, I, I can look back on 
uh, on like kind of like those isolated pandemic months and then still kind of go like, hmm, I should have been more leisure in those months. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like I didn't even take advantage of it as much. I once. Like, <laughs> I didn't relax. I didn't relax as hard as I should have been relaxing during the pandemic. <laughs> right. Right. Well, it's so nice to see you guys again. It's like I forget how important it is to have those like real human relationships where you feel like known and seen and like trust in each other. You know what I mean? Like at this point, like all of us are like what? 10 or 12 year friends who have spent thousands of hours together and like built up that trust. It feels so good to like just hang out again. Well, and I think that's the best part is that it's even as like we're slowly still easing back in. I tend to always find that this clicks quicker Mm -hmm. than you think it will. You Mm -hmm. know, you're like, oh yeah, 10,000 hours. Of course that that's, I do totally know how to be a person. I just haven't really been being one a little bit. (laughs) And everybody is like returning to Mm -hmm. being a person, you know, like, uh, I'm reminded of that at every social gathering yeah. I've gone to, uh, that everyone yes. feels as rusty as I feel, you know, yes. not not in a mean way, but where it's just like, yeah, this is a little funny, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we're getting there. I'm slightly distracted because Stella's scratching my door. I'll be right back. Oh, Stella. Oh, Stella. Let her in. You got to let her in. Let her in. Ooh, let the right shorts. one in. <laughs> Ooh, purple shorts. <laughs> Spotted. <laughs> Guess we, we know, know your secret. Indisposed. Guess we know it was indisposed. Yeah, that, now we know. Now we know what that uh, that chunk was. <laughs> um, you dare leave now? Oh I've my god, she's testy. <laughs> wait, wait, what? He said, "Kill his dog on the man dog pod." Oh my god, the titular dog. It's just going to be man pod now. Man pod dead. <laughs> we should start a second podcast, Dan, called Man Pod. <laughs> and it's like for the Spike TV crowd. <laughs> I would love to see you guys ease into a real like bro vibe. <laughs> I know. Right? I know. I feel like I could so easily, but then like invariably every show or every other show will say something like really critical of like, you know, the other side of the aisle or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, right. oh yeah, we immediately alienate all of our fans who are like anti-vax. They're like, oh, that's how y'all really are. Fuck you. Yeah, It's definitely like that kind of like that early Beastie Boys thing. If you ever seen like, oh my like God. Words being like, damn, what is happening, bro? Ben's mic <laughs> fell off its perch. This is a huge recurring bit. <laughs> I'm so sad for anybody who doesn't get to see the video of this uh, episode because right. it is a huge choice. I feel what like a he's, great ad. Jess. Well, isn't he the the sound guy in the movie? Is this him nodding to his character? <laughs> yeah, is is it an Easter egg? <laughs> yeah, it did feel like this. So yeah, a if you bit like of paranormal activity here, if you like this, uh, get Paramount Plus. You watch right. me fuss with a beam and a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> if you like this, which you don't. Uh, <laughs> Wait, but truly, Dan, fo- oh, go ahead, Ronnie. Dan, could you could could you buy the movie outright, or would you? It's only it's on available Paramount on Plus. Paramount Plus. I think as of now. So they're really fucking putting the the, the screws yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. But that's interesting. Yeah, I guess if you wanted to own it, you couldn't as of now, which is weird. Mm-hmm. You don't own things anymore. What's a month of Paramount Plus? Ten bucks or something? I think five even. Five. That's not. But I think you I get mean, a free I, month with the password ghost 
not through paranormal activity, but through the TV show Ghost that uh, our friend Brandon Scott Jones and Betsy Sedile are on. Uh, oh, it's fun. Is Betsy on that show? She uh, she, she is. just shot some. Mm, cool. Oh, okay. You know, it's funny. I I uh, I was working on a on a. This is going to be very Hollywoody, but I was working on yes. a script about uh about a, a sort of ghost situation with a friend, and then. And then I saw like the thing for that one, and I sent it to her. Like, you see this? Because it's funny to be like, and it's like the ideas are not even the same, but it's just the notion to be like that ghosts are involved. Now it's like, but now it's like all I see is like ghost stuff. And you're just like, what what the fuck am I, you know? And so I was like, huh. And so when I realized that it was in a, that it was an English show, like I just watched some of the English show, and I was like, oh, this is kind of funny, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and I haven't watched the American version yet, but it was, but it was that thing that's being like. But now, if I know Betsy's on, I might take a peek. And you know, my man Utkarsh is on it. You know what I'm saying? A little homie friend. You know. Um, but it definitely was like, oh yeah, it was like that thing's being like. Whatever, like it's like when you, it's like when I rented a car one time and I had never seen a car like it before, you and then it after I rented it, all I see is the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. Right. Yeah. Did you see this? I feel like ghosts and serial killers are having a moment. Big time. God, did you did you see this in the paper? What? I guess the new pope is a young pope, which is what? Crazy. It's everywhere. I wrote the script, and they made a young pope TV show, and now they're making the new pope young. I feel like oh my! I feel God. like I made young popes a thing, even though they made the show before me. I'm seeing it fucking everywhere. Right? Yeah, it's a bummer. Your script got turned down, but you're on the right track. Yeah, yeah, right? That feels right. It's like I, I have my yeah. finger on the pulse of society a little bit. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's kind of amazing news. You know what I mean? Because it really fits with where your brain is. That's what's going to happen next. Yeah, I I mean, who knows if it'll happen with my next script. It's hard to say, you know. It, it, well, you've been working crazy hard on it. I feel like I haven't had coffee with you in months. I mean, what? What's the script about? It's been it busy in the scripting phase, you know, first outlining and then the beat sheet sure. and all that stuff. And yeah. Sure. And then writing the script, right? You're actually writing. Well, now I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get to the actual scripting of it. Yeah. It's just that, you know, I keep getting beat to my ideas and I'm hoping this one will be a, a new kind of thing. But yeah, it's, a, it's an old hockey team. It's all, um, it's all these old dudes hockey. who played hockey. Um, who got their careers ruined by a lockout season when they were in their prime. So they get back together when they're in their 70s and, and play hockey. Uh, oh, that's cute. And is it like uplifting? Is it kind of like a Ted Lasso vibe or something? Yeah, that's the hope is it's got like, um, you know, you get Michael Caine in there. The guys, <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Um, sure. Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. And so you can tell they're having fun on set. Mm -hmm. kind of thing. That's really cool. Yeah. I bet those guys would have a blast on a hockey set. I honestly don't even love. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can just see it now. Nicholson skating down the skating down the rink, eating a giant sandwich, just having a blast. <laughs> I'll tell you that right one picture of Nicholson eating a big sandwich did more. <laughs> to it's the only way I see it on now. my brain than his thousands of hours of films that i've seen 100 percent. now i can only see that as his character in all the movies departed i'm not scared of that guy because i know in every scene that we're not seeing he's eating a sandwich on a boat <laughs> but yeah i, I just oh. try to think of an idea that wouldn't happen in real life because it's like every one smart. of my ideas gets stolen you know smart okay hey okay hi so i mean yeah uh all right so 
Hmm, I'm just trying to wrap my head around your pitch here. Um, so, <laughs> okay, I guess my really only question here, and anybody else has any questions, you can go after this, but my only real question I want to say, as someone who can read the room, the fact that you're working this hard to wrap your head around it, <laughs> it feels like a bad start to me, but I'm willing to work together here. Yeah, okay, it's just, so in your premise, so they have a lockout season yeah. um, in their prime. Yeah. And then they have to come back in their 70s to kind of regain whatever their prime is. So uh-huh. I guess I guess my question has become like, why couldn't they come back after the lockout season was <laughs> over? Because if they were in their prime, it, it feels to me like I, we well, they would still be in their prime after the— That's a good note. I should have explained it in the script, and I can do that. I just kind of thought your prime's only one year, and then you never are that good again. But <laughs> it sounds like that's not true. So maybe they all got— in a car crash in their prime together or one of them became an alcoholic one of them hurt his toes uh one of them got- i know this isn't what we're talking about but what about dame dude judy dench <laughs> on skates yeah that could be interesting and she right? never got to play because they wouldn't let women play and now she's so it's not mm. just they're not in their prime mm. wow yes it could okay. be sort of an adult full checking hockey league we get dame judy dench <laughs> in there michael kane Yes. Could be really interesting. Oh, yeah, we got to get all the guys. We got to get all the guys, of Absolutely. course. Absolutely. Morgan Freeman, we got to get all the guys. Clint Eastwood, you know, oh, maybe yes. he can do double duty and direct and also. Tone-wise, I think the that's chair. a miss, He can use the chair I, to help him stay up. Yes. Um, um, <laughs> that chair did more for his image in my mind. <laughs> Mr. Nicholson, I'm so sorry to interrupt you during sandwich time, um, <laughs> but uh, we are getting behind on um, ice skating training um, and shooting is starting next week. So I, I, I hate to push you along, but. Uh, do well, you- then don't push me along. <laughs> I have to finish Spot my on. sandwich. <laughs> it's, it's a huge, long sandwich. Um, oh, yeah. This was what we call a hoagie. <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar with the term hoagie. I'm just saying that. It's you're barely a third of the way through, and we're ha- you, the ice skating trainer is here for you so that you're safe on set. You know, listen, toots. Okay, I appreciate you coming in here telling me what I'm supposed to be doing, uh-huh. but I don't know if you know this. Uh-huh. I was in <laughs> a bird flew over the cuckoo's mm, nest. One flew <laughs> a bird. <laughs> Uh, scene, scene, scene. <laughs> Great space work. Really he fantastic. Yeah, I'm talking sandwich. about not being physical. Ronnie comes in with a big sandwich, gives us full Nicholson. Yeah, not as big as I should have. You know, I was no. trying to, I was, I was trying to keep it big enough for the for the square. Absolutely. But you know, <laughs> on stage, I'm I'm growing, I'm going oh, yeah. big. I remember uh, hearing Mitch had a pitch. Mitch uh, or a friend from UCB that his idea was. Um, a sandwich that runs all day, so it uh, starts with a breakfast sandwich, moves into a ho- moves into a hoagie, and ends with an ice cream sandwich in the freezer. Oh, that's pretty straight smart. into the freezer. You walk and into the freezer at the end of it. Was that a sketch idea or like I a think sandwich? Just a pitch idea. for the world, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for someone to figure out. It's really good. That's a really, really good pitch. Some sort of same bread that ties them all together. Yeah, yeah, and the day is just sort of passing. Okay, now Dan has a new situation <laughs> going on. I'm listening. <laughs> good. Well, you guys, I think this was a fantastically fun episode, and uh, I feel like we did it. I I feel good. I feel good. I really do. 
I mean, I feel like done, I feel done up. Um, <laughs> I feel real done up. Thanks for doing the show. Um, just Jarden Ellis for losers, the podcast on Patreon and out in the world. Um, would you like to plug that or anything else where people can find you? Oh, that's so nice. Um, yeah. Check out my podcast with uh, Marcy Jaro. We cover all things pop culture and the Bravo verse, Real Housewives, all that shit um, at Ellis for Losers, like you said. Um, I love the pivot to opening it up to the whole Dra- Bravo verse. I think that's genius. It's, it, you know, it was smart, except for the part where you have to watch five more shows a week that <laughs> right. are all one hour long. <laughs> right. It right. turns out like a lot of homework. Um, every podcast is like a Sisyphusian journey that you put yourself on of like, oh man, I just added more work forever for this. There, yeah. it, it truly has been like, there have been weeks where I'm like, I have to get through fucking Vanderpump. And I'm like out of my mind watching absolutely. Absolute garbage. Well, this podcast is going to be easy. It's me doing a whole new job with no helpers. It's fucking so easy. <laughs> There's nobody that works here except for me. If I don't do it that week, it doesn't come out. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, and the audience is demanding and angry if we don't do it on their terms and schedule. Okay. Uh, awesome thing to sign up for my Not our for. audience. Our no, audience is beautiful, no, lovely my, artists. My patrons. My patrons. Oh. Um, <laughs> Sometimes you got to stick it to them. Can we yeah, get well. an early sneak peek at your take of Real Housewives of Dubai? That was just Oh, my God. He's today. on the news. Wow. This just was announced this morning, yeah. so I'm Bravo. very impressed. I'm ecstatic. Uh, my sister lived in Dubai for 11 years until just this summer, uh, and – I think it is like one of the weirdest, most fascinating places. So I think it's like I, I never got to go, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's a really cool choice. I think it'll be really weird and awesome. I'm I'm amped. I think it's a rad choice. Sneak cool. peek take right here on the right here <laughs> from someone who knows someone who lived in Dubai. <laughs> yes, you better believe it. Uh, Ronnie, Adrian, anything you'd like to plug? Places people can find you anywhere we can see your ghost. Uh, well, you know, uh, you know, Bones, Adrian's on the uh, on the old social medias. Um, and I like to. I would also like to promote a podcast. Um, it's going to be pretty random for everybody listening, <laughs> and even the people in this room. Um, it's a podcast called "Too Scary Didn't Watch." Okay. Uh, you know, um, I've never been on it, oh, shit. Um, but I'm sure. But I think some of the people that have on, that are on this particular episode of Man Dog have been on it. So go out check those episodes out. It's a podcast run by a friend of mine, Emily <laughs> Gonzalez, and two other women that I'm sure are lovely, but I do not know them. So, so generous. So, so I'm not even going to try. So you're to telling them, you're telling names. listeners to go back and listen to old episodes that feature some of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and maybe you know, tweet podcast. it to Scary Didn't Watch and let them know if you're happy or sad that Ronnie hasn't done one yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, do that. Yeah, <laughs> let them know if you're happy. Tweets. I'm really glad Ronnie hasn't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, either or. Just, just just, just to even be talking about it in the zeitgeist is where it's at. Like, really start bombarding their timeline with posts about me not being on their show. That's right. Uh, and you can find everything we do at patreon.com slash the man now dog, which means this episode plus extended versions of this episode and all our episodes, extra two man episodes once a week with Ryan and I that are that. What's the word? They vary from straight up improv conversations. We improvise brand new podcasts all the time. Little personal check-ins, but peek behind the curtain. That's right. Um, I have promised on air, and we haven't scheduled it, but that we'll do a uh, a live watch through of Paranormal Activity Ooh, and I'll uh, do a yeah. commentary with Ryan. So um, yeah. join us there. It's a new month. You can you can pop in now and celebrate 
My birthday? Yeah, it's his oh birthday. Oh my god! Yeah, birthday! I forgot to even say that this episode will come out on. <gasps> That's birthday. right. I didn't think about that. Wow! Yeah. Now we'll look like mean friends. Then <laughs> I do have one question before we go, which is. How many times do you think <laughs> you have in you to watch the movie before you're like, I don't want to watch it anymore? Uh, there was a chance I was going to have watched it three times last week. And uh, that would have maybe been for a week too many for me. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it, it's, I, you've watched yourself before or listened to yourself in that capacity. It takes like a couple to just let go of your own self anxieties and actually like experience right. it so i do think it, i won't mind for a little bit because like the first one was definitely like tense like i hope i don't look like shit in this uh and then the next one was like fun with friends and so i'm getting like a little more removed and from you're incredible. you can watch it 50 times you can watch it 50 times if you have i don't know how, i could never be a director because of that you have to fucking watch yeah. this two million times right um, if you oh, haven't seen wait. paranormal activity next of kin of course Go check it out. It stars our best buddy, Dan Lippert. And Dan, you're just so great in it. I, mean, I it's, can't wait. It's steals so cool. the show. Steals a movie the show. star. A movie star. It's so Truly. cool. Truly. Thank you. Awesome. I'm flattered. I'm excited it's out. I'm excited people are seeing it. Um, I'm excited for some casting directors to see it. So they give the oh, old Lippert yeah. a couple ring, of phone ring. calls. Yeah. I'm going to call some casting right. directors today and be like, hey, get off your ass and watch this movie. Do I hear it. they love that. Uh, be yeah. It always works. In their faces, baby. I heard that's, that's right. Leo's move. They all do it. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, Wendy Leo's O'Brien. Put up me in the gold tomatoes. Leo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the show for you. Right. Yeah, that's, the, that's, the next, that's the next obvious choice. The natural Anybody need a tall Jewish man? <laughs> the Goldbergs do, 100%. <laughs> Um, well, I have had enough of talking about me, so I'm going to end the episode. Uh, Ryan, anything else you want to plug? Thanks again, of, uh, of course, to all of our lovely patrons and supporters, uh, our editor and producer, Brian Holmes, Casey Trailer for the wonderful theme song, Annie Wu for the logo. I mean, just so many people helping us put this thing together. Oh, oh we quickly. Appreciate them I know uh, somebody just is. Casey trailer, so you know, because somebody I knew listened to the podcast and being like, I really love that intro. Like, mm. I love the theme mm. song to the mm-hmm. show. It's mm-hmm. cool. Nice. It's really it's cool. A big hit. It's was a big it hit. Danny Elfman or Mark Mothersbaugh? Because <laughs> if they weren't, it was Mark McGrath. Oh, oh! Every morning he listens to it. <laughs> he was singing "Fly" over the top of it. I was like, man, you're really trying to repurpose that, huh? He's trying to resurface into whatever we can. <laughs> this guy get me on the man dog pod <laughs> which one of you then <laughs> all right folks thank you so much for listening we'll catch you next week shut the door baby don't say a word <laughs> <laughs> goodbye bye <laughs>